This is Tech Unmuted, the podcast of modern collaboration, where we tell the stories of how collaboration tools enable businesses to be more efficient and connected with your hosts, George Shanestein and Santi Cuellar. Welcome to Tech Unmuted. Welcome to the latest episode of Tech Unmuted. Today, we're gonna to take another look at lottery numbers. We've done this previously, got a sort of interesting outcome when we did it. We're gonna take a look again. We looked at Mega Millions the first time. We're gonna look at the Powerball numbers this time. So before I dive in on this, please note, the data discussed in this podcast is based on historical lottery results and is for entertainment purposes only. Past lottery trends do not predict future outcomes. Every lottery draw is a game of chance with each number having an equal likelihood of being drawn. And we will dig down into that. And again, that's regardless of past data. Do not base your lottery decisions solely on this information. Always play responsibly. Understand the odds of significant wins are very low. Uh, we accept no liability for choices made based on our content. If gambling is a concern, please seek help. So, so yeah, yeah. That uh, that now that that's out of the way. <laughs> yeah. The, so it's important to understand, right? Because people actually uh, listen. The lottery podcast we did. It's probably one of the most popular ones we did, and. And it's important for folks to understand that this is just us trying to test artificial intelligence and see what what the outcome is. Uh, you know, don't take this and say, well, I'm just going to throw all my money <laughs> at the next Powerball and win because, you know, I, I heard these guys on podcasts and AI figure it out. No, this is it's entertainment, but it's more importantly, it is watching how artificial intelligence is able to analyze a large set of data and give us very interesting outputs. And that's really what this is about. Agreed. And it's a random set of data. We right. will come back and do another episode and look at data that is not random. Right. I'm exploring a couple different options at the moment that relate to census data and other data. And I just need to get it structured and a way to use it. The two notes on this, we, this data came from data.gov. It happens to be New York State that loads this data up into data.gov. Uh -huh. So that's where these numbers came from. Got it. There was a change in the way they do Powerball. I'm not a big lottery person, but they, they changed the number of red and white balls in the sequencing of the numbers late in 2015. So I deliberately only pulled 2016 forward data. So with that, I'm going to launch my screen here and walk through fairly quickly a couple of prompts to both understand the data. So I've loaded an Excel file. So again, right. th this file only contains two columns. It has a date of the draw, and it also has the winning numbers. And the way that it's set up in the Excel table is it has winning numbers plus the Powerball at the end. So oh, okay. there is a way to, to sort of break that down and analyze the data. And I'm going to, in the prompts that I use, I'm going to give those specific prompts so that it understands what the data is. The Got reason it. we're doing this is we had 
downloaded this data before in the previous one and there were anomalies in the data and other things and it it took a little bit for ChatGPT to figure it out but i'm going to take a look right now and i'm going to say look at the attached file mm-hmm. i'm just going to pop these prompts in here really quickly and tell me what patterns you see anything interesting in the data the first five numbers are the winning numbers and the last number is the powerball so it's analyzing mm-hmm. and it's going to come back with some details on this see what and it again comes back with it's important to point out that you're using chat gpt4 this is a paid subscription to chat gpt4 correct correct it is mm. which if you did this in Microsoft Copilot, it would use ChatGPT four by default. Correct. I just don't know. I, 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 it'd be interesting to. I'd be curious to know what Copilot comes out with, right? But yeah, this is this is this is ChatGPT four that's being used. Okay. And there's a set of analysis going on here. I, I can't necessarily tell you what all of this is, but it starts to give a breakdown. So this is the initial results. The initial result is what are the frequency of the main numbers? Hmm. And then what are the frequencies of the Powerball? Very similar to what we saw the first time we did this test with the mega millions, right? We had this graph, yeah. Now, you should note, this data set's relatively small. It's two Mm -hmm. draws a week or something. I'm not sure exactly what it is over the course of 2016 through like a week or two ago is what the data set was. It's not a straight line. This thing ran for a hundred years. You would assume statistically, all these would be basically at the same place. You wouldn't be able to distinguish between one number or another. But you do see a couple numbers that are peaked in this that have higher numbers than the other ones. So it did frequency of main numbers, Powerball, we saw that above. So let me put another prompt in here. So it's nice because it, it it gives you the frequency in a graph format. Then it gives you a short narrative for each one. It's almost like explaining the pattern that you're seeing in the graph, which is really good. Correct. And you could have done this right by looking at it. But I'm going to say, what are the top sure. five regular numbers, not the Powerball, right. that appear most Got often? It. What pairs are used most often? And I, the only reason I put that in is the last time we did this, Without prompting, it identified pairs, and there were a bunch of pairs that I remember had that. occurred more often. Mm-hmm. But again, keep in mind random data. So, some future point, we're going to look at like census data or something else that should not be random, right? There should be clear trending in it. Yes, that would be good. Yes, that's, I agree. That would be okay. So there was an error analyzing. So an error analyzing. So let's. Uh, let's it might it might catch it itself. So it caught it itself. It's going to go back, and it's going to now look oh, to wait. analyze it in a different this, way. Wait, this is interesting. Let's read what it said. So, so, the, so the folks who are listening, so it, it it said that there was an error analyzing, and it gave us an explanation as to what the error is. Here's what it says: It seems I missed importing. Can you scroll back up so I can read that? Because I think it's important yep. to see that. It seems I missed importing a necessary function for generating combinations. Let me correct that and proceed with the analysis again. So the AI read your prompt, started analyzing, 
realized that it was not, it didn't have the right, I guess, function. Yep. So it's telling you that it's going to re- uh, reanalyze it using additional resources. And I've never seen that before. And, and what typically happened in the past when you got a failure like this, it would fail. You could try to regenerate it and it typically would continue to fail. So yeah, this is, you would, this is, you would this have is to start. This is new. Correct. Yeah. So it did, uh, it did the five most frequent numbers, which are down here. It did the pairs, which it also charted. Hmm. Hasn't really given us any other significant insights, but. And it gave you a graph, right? A simple graph, uh, a visual that you can also, that, that correlates with the narrative it just gave you. I'm really, I'm, I, I, listen, this is all fascinating. I'm actually more fascinated by the fact that it made an error, caught itself making error, auto-corrected, told you what it did, and then reanalyzed it. I've never seen, I've never seen neither ChatGPT or Copilot do that. This is this is something. This behavior's new to me. I've never seen this. You're right. Usually, it just errors out and yep. moves on. But here, and this it's is one of action. I'm going to start the next prompt, and I'll let it go, which is uh, based on trends. What are yeah. the most likely numbers to occur? So this is sort of asking what are the likely numbers, and we'll see whether it answers it or not. On on that piece, the there's a couple things to keep in mind when you're entering data and you're going to use ChatGPT to analyze it. This has two columns. I mentioned it earlier. There's right. no comma separation in the numbers and the table. So they literally go like 15 space 11 space 36 space something. So it's able to go in and analyze that. If you were to try to do this in a it, with pivot tables or something else in a spreadsheet, I think you could probably get to the outcome, but you would have to you would have to break those fields out. Right, and right, then right. somehow do some work. kind of calculations. Yeah, it would be well, that, would be very challenging. This is another productivity hack. But listen, something happened while you were speaking. Scroll back up. Yep. Look at your. Let's look at your prompt that you just entered. So the prompt was based on past trends. What are the most likely numbers to occur in the future? And look what it did. It sounds very similar to your. Uh, uh, your, your, your notification at the beginning of this podcast, right? Your disclaimer, it yep. gave you a disclaimer. <laughs> it said, it said predicting future lottery numbers based on past trends is a common desire, but it's important to understand that lotteries like Powerball are designed to be random. And so it just goes on and on to talk about, Hey, I'm going to do this, but know that, you, you know, it's a game of chance. Right. And so, Okay. And, and it and sort so what, of got a little annoyed with me almost here. It's like I already identified the top five numbers. Yeah, it's interesting. It has an attitude. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I never seen this before. It's so, just, it, I'm seeing a different behavior from ChatGPT4. I mean, just today alone. Uh, one, out of correcting yourself. And two, kind of snapping back at you saying, I already did this. What are you, <laughs> why are you asking this information again? All right, this is interesting. Uh, so, listen, I'm I'm more fascinated by the response than anything else, right? Uh, so, so and here's one, by the way. So the next one is, what numbers would you pick next? This is just for fun. Humor me. So let's okay. see if I can okay. actually get it to give an answer. So it's the it approached it randomly. I have done this same prompt before. 
that's not the way it did it in the previous ones. So look at it did look not at do a random pick. It it picked some of them based off frequency, and then it then it picked the other ones based off random. So, and it says disclaimer for a bit of fun. Here's a randomly randomly generated set of numbers, and so there you go. Very interesting. And I'm gonna just do two more prompts here. So the next one, let's just verify what we think we've been talking about. Given all the data analyzed and understanding power ground numbers are random, do you think the numbers look like a random distribution? Because eyeballing the original chart up top, it doesn't look like that. There were a couple that were higher and a couple that were lower. That's a the, great prompt. The size of the data set is big but not really big that's a great so, prompt let's see here i'm curious mm. it's so a it's lengthy it, it's a lengthy narrative but it's a lengthy narrative and when i tested this previously it actually gave a deliberate answer and said that the distribution was random. And today uh, it, it chose it, not, not to but do it that. Gave us, it gave us two summaries at the top. What were the two summaries? It summarized into two things. It said variation in frequency. And so it gives you a description of that and then pairs of numbers and it gives you a description of that. Okay. See, I thought, I thought that it would have taken the numbers that it generated for you and answer that question based on the numbers it generated. That's what I was hoping it would do. And then I was, just, I, I was do... hoping it would follow the conversation, right? Cause you, you, yeah, you, agreed. that's what I was hoping. Yeah. So I'm going to do one final prompt. So I'm going to say, mm -hmm. can you create a high resolution widescreen image to be used for a podcast thumbnail on YouTube that represents this chat session and that uses bright colors with a hint of technology. Interesting. So this may, in fact, be the image we use. We'll have to take a look and see if we like it. That would be that would, that would be fun, actually. So it's creating the image. I you've seen us do other podcasts on image creation, mostly on Mid Journey. This is not a super complex. This is up. so got another error. error. So we're going to see error. what happens here. It is scroll, uh, scroll down. Is it see what it says. Prompt. Nope, it's fixing itself. It's fixing itself. See, it's the second time that it has an error and auto-corrects itself. I've never seen this before. And by the way, this is now Dolly, right? So Dolly is the OpenAI image creator, whereas ChatGPT is the uh, generated generating text. Uh, oh, look. Oh, what a great image. Yeah. Look at this image. This is great. So then it gives you a read back on what it did. It, it did some different things, right? It said it made it vibrant and eye-catching design and modified like some it. other things in the original yeah. request. But yeah, it's pretty interesting. That's great. So I think we've we we we've generated uh, we've generated the thumbnail for this podcast. Listen, yep. What I, I'll t I'll tell you what I what I what I really really took away from this podcast today was the behavior of ChatGPT four has changed and i not i can't quite put my, my my finger on what exactly changed but there's things that i saw today that i've never seen before the auto correcting 
definitely one. But then yep. it's it snapped back at you, like it, it had a little bit a little bit of a condescending uh, talk back attitude, like saying, "I already yep. did this. Why why are you having me do this again? I haven't seen that before." And that's interesting because it's it's behavior almost. It's really weird. It is apologetic sometimes as well if you say, "I asked you for this and you didn't give it to me," and it will respond back typically like, I'm sorry, I Empathy. missed that. Here's, here's the data analyzed. <laughs> the, but that most often when that happens, and this goes back to how you use prompt engineering with any LLM, right? It, you often get caught in a loop. You, there is something you're trying to correct and you were unable to correct it. If I went back on that image we just showed, it had a, what looked like a timestamp in the upper left-hand corner. If I tried to take that timestamp off, it's unlikely I could get it to be removed. It would start an iteration of things that even exaggerated it more, and it had a little error in it. The first three numbers look correct. The yeah. last one was not really a number. I don't know what it was, right? Right, 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 right. So there's, there's that Dolly piece you need that. to understand. Yeah. yeah, you need to understand about prompt engineering. And yeah. you, it, you in that case, you usually have to just start over. Yeah. Do a much more complex prompt up front, and that full prompt will likely get you the outcome that you're after. Well, it's a good, good, good thing you brought that up because we uh, we do have a podcast where we uh, talk about some best practices for structuring a prompt. And so, uh, if you're listening to this podcast, um, and we've done a lot of podcasts around prompts lately, but specifically, we're going to talk about how to structure. Just some best practice, how to structure a prompt so you can get the best results. So look for that one. Uh, but George, this was real, real fun. Um, I mean, every time we do the lottery thing, people get excited because, yeah. <laughs> you know, it, it's just it's just one of those things where if you play the lottery, you're always trying to find that next set of numbers. Well, hey, you can have ChatGPT uh, generate your next random set of numbers. Um, just don't come back and say, hey, I lost all my money because of you guys, because we warned you. <laughs> it's a game of chance. It is random. Uh, and again, we will we will take a look in a future episode at more structured data. Yeah, that is some kind of census or survey based data. The difficulty that I've had with it, it did very well on two columns of data in this analysis. But when you put tables or mm. multiple columns in place and it needs to cross analyze, it has a much harder time. Interesting. What I'm trying to do is structure it purely as as columns in a spreadsheet columns and rows and i think it'll be better at analyzing that but one of the data sets i downloaded was government data on uh it was housing data in certain markets right 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 and there it was table after table after table it could not figure it out it it failed it went back similar to what we saw today and tried two or three different things and then it gave up interesting i i love when we do this because we're putting ai to the test and yep. folks don't get a chance to see this. Everybody talks about how great of a productivity tool AI is, which it is, but it's also good to see how it reaches these conclusions. And not only that, how we can push it and maybe get failures. Because if we can understand where some of these failures are coming from, that helps increase productivity because you, now you know yeah. how to get around it. So I, I love when we do this. Anyway, I, I think we got to bring this podcast to an end. Folks, this is a good opportunity to subscribe right now to Tech Unmuted on your favorite podcast platform um, and even on YouTube. And until next time, remember this, 
Stay curious, stay connected. Visit fusionconnect.com slash tech unmuted for show notes and more episodes. Thanks for listening. Thank you.